Welcome to Best in Class, the podcast where we talk about the best versions of the best cars. Thank you for joining me, Adam, and my best friend in the whole world, Steve. Best friend? Hello, hello. <laughs> that is quite the intro. As Excited we argue over when our favorite cars were at the top of their game. How are you doing on a rainy night, Steve? Well, you know, it's Malibu, so it rains and people panic. But um, It's I, California, I, so it rains yes. and people panic. <laughs> Yes. So it's it's good. It's good. We're we're all safe. We'll see what happens. I for one am hoping for the landslide that takes you right into the sea, but mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. It's a much different experience to have rain and have a Land Rover versus a Fiat. <laughs> it's it's uh it's a di- it's a different experience for sure. Do you feel less at risk? I do. I do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm amazed I survived as long as I did in that little car. <laughs> how is the defender doing anyway uh it's slowly being destroyed by the dog and i'm not <laughs> sure if i should be upset about it or just kind of let it go um, i'm trying to keep it nice but it's just it's it's a losing battle the dog is just slowly destroying it what exactly is happening uh it's just it's just him all over you know between slobber and hair and him like clamoring in and out of it it's just so it's not it's not like uh chewing but it's just rough no no. rough going yeah okay yeah yeah he puts his head out the sunroof and i let him stand on the like center console or whatever it is oh yeah which i I probably shouldn't do i can already picture the claw marks Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so you know and then the slobber you know so but that's okay it's all well, good. I mean, that was the whole idea with the car. Yeah. No, 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 no. It is. It's right? just, it's just, it's just, it's, you know how we are with our cars. We like to keep them nice, but <laughs> I just have to let it go. If I it mean, was an old one, I wouldn't care so much, but yeah. <laughs> well, I could definitely recommend a nice discovery for you. <laughs> oh, don't, uh, just, I don't even want uh, just give us an update on that <laughs> awful, awful Smurf car. <laughs> um, it is doing well. <laughs> We gave it its first oil change the other night at one of our oil change parties. Good. Uh, and uh, there was a woman in attendance named Liv, uh, a new yeah. friend, a new friend of the group. So she'd mm-hmm. never done an oil change before in her life. So I was like, great. We have a car we don't care about. Why don't you learn on that? So we were teaching her through it and, you know, watching her. And she was doing great. She emptied the oil. Um she went up. I was teaching her how to, you know, pour the oil correctly and all that. Um, but what we had neglected is she never put the drain plug back. So is, is that important? Because I've she, never done my own oil change. <laughs> she left the drain plug out and had moved the catch basin, the catch can away, and then she starts pouring, you know, five liters of brand new oil into the engine, and it just comes pouring straight out the bottom onto our friend's very nice driveway <laughs> so, well yeah okay that was, that was the thing that's, so that's... my point is is it got an oil flush which is great that helps good. the engine good <laughs> we we sent some people to AutoZone to get us another five liters real fast <laughs> closed <laughs> it up and then uh, finished off the oil change and now she's running great we also discovered um we got a fancy wheel cover for the fifth spare wheel on the back, uh, the back hatch. You know, okay. we want our Land Rover uh, rhinoceros on the back. You know, we want the wild. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did picture. you find one? Yeah, yeah. Diego found a uh, rhinoceros one, and we were putting it on. And to do that, you actually have to take the tire off off the door. 
And in doing that, we realized that the bolts holding that tire onto the door were about a day away from just falling completely <laughs> off. They're, they're rusted, completely gone. So uh, those need to be welded ASAP. <laughs> wow. Okay. But other than that, she's doing great. Uh, she has a name. She will now be known as Donna Summer, you know, the queen of disco, um, or just Donna for short. Did you name your other cars? Or you, do you do that? Uh, the 911 is the point, and the BMW is the dog. The dog and the point? Yes. <laughs> the point, like a sharp end, like point? No, not really. Like the point of why I do things. Don't worry about it. You don't need to read into that. That's the name? <laughs> That's the name. <laughs> Steve, no, no, stop. I am not going to take any gruff from someone who named his dog his own first name. But you named a... your dog Steve. You can't <laughs> talk to me about naming at all. Yeah, but that's funny. Point is like a... <laughs> and you called a car a dog. Like, it's just... That would be me like... I didn't call my dog car. <laughs> that would have been better than Steve. Oh, hello, I'm Steve. And this is my dog, Steve. That's yeah. psychotic. Think of the time I'm saving. It's adorable. <laughs> well, uh, point. Yeah. yeah. Does, does anybody no, else know about that? The point. It's the point. Oh, the, oh my. Oh There's my God. A the. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna have questions about this. Okay. So the point, the dog, and the Donna. Is uh, that? No, just Donna. Just Donna Summer, or Donna for short. Okay. The Point and the Dog are comic book characters from a series I really like, and I'm naming all of my cars after this series. I have like 11 more cars to get through before I use all the names. Oh, what's the series? It's called 100 Bullets. It's about uh, a bunch of hitmen. It's very, very good. Oh. Very, very good. Look at you with a comic book reference. Yeah, see that? <laughs> First you get a Land Rover, now you're making... I think you're coming to my side. I think you're going to get a Ferrari soon. I think, I think after two years of this nonsense, I'm finally... Okay. All right. All right. Huh. Oh, that gets you around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the 911, yes. for the first time in, I want to say, we just like, call it the point? You can call it the point if you want. Okay. okay. Um, for the first time in like three years, it has a horn again. Oh. Which is wonderful. Yeah. Which you use all the time. I was able to use it in anger for the first time today, and it felt great. Um, I will say... I, I finished it, I put on the horn, and I took it for its maiden voyage, and I made it two blocks. I got right to the busy street in my neighborhood where all the shops are and people are like walking around shopping, and the horn just started going off constantly. <laughs> and it is wired in such a way that even if I turn off the car, it still is wired. It still goes. Um, so I pull off to the side, turn off the car. The horn is still going. I had to like jump out and like kill the battery just to take the horn off. And I knew exactly what happened. A wire slipped and, and hit like the side of the steering wheel. So I had to like just walk home, get some electrical tape, come back and fix it. But, uh, that was not an auspicious start to that repair. Yeah. When you say repair, <laughs> <laughs> it's like an altercation. <laughs> Okay, so we have a Porsche with a horn, a Defender with a dog, yep. a BMW named Dog, yep. How's the Cayenne, and a Discovery named Donna. <laughs> I spent all day today replacing the power steering pump 
because uh, it got ruined when my belt came off on my birthday when I was in the middle of nowhere. I told that story on the pod. Um, the belt basically wrapped around the power steering pulley and got sucked in, and the steel belts ruined the gasket, the little O-ring, and it was just the air was getting ingested into the system and it wasn't working so i had to replace it so i took a few hours today and changed that out and now the cayenne is wonderful and all is right with the world again so all my cars are working whoa okay that's the bmw still doesn't have a horn that's the next that's the next thing for this week well Um, yeah okay that's fixable though yeah Yeah. it is yes um what did what car type of car did the the person that did the oil change drive she has like a little Ford uh, uh, sedan. Okay. Okay. Some so early two thousands. Gonna be focus. able to do it on her car soon next. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You purposely put her on something that was difficult. How difficult is it? You don't even have to jack it up. It's tall enough. It doesn't have underbody trays, you know, plastic or anything to remove. It's just a bolt. It's easy. <laughs> we gave her something super easy, and then she forgot the drain plug. That's okay. That's okay. That happens. You know, some people are yelling at me for not supervising her enough. I would say, you know, failure is the only way to learn, which is why I know so much. So weird you didn't have kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's how she thought about it. Boy, thanks, Adam. <laughs> thanks for letting me dump all this oil in the ground. Yeah. She'll, well, never She'll never I do that She'll never do that I paid for the oil, so I guess it's really <laughs> not, not on her. And oil is interesting. I don't know what, you know, it's just cleaning oil up is, is, is fun. Yeah. It's not, it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. We went through uh, a couple of rolls of blue shop towels and then the crew we sent to get the oil came back with kitty litter and that that did it. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are going to talk yet again. Yes. About a Land Rover. So go ahead. Well, you know, as is my way, I bought the car and now I have to do research on it because I know nothing about it. (laughs) I have a history of doing this. The BMW was the same way. So as an excuse to actually learn about the car I just bought today, uh, we are talking about a Land Rover, not a luxurious one or a rugged one or a good looking one. We're talking about the Discovery again, but this time we're doing a more straightforward episode on the car I just bought. Together with Diego, your team buy. My team buy with Diego. Where does the car live? Uh, Is it it a joint place? Yes, we have a joint garage that is in a convenient place for neither of us, which is really works out. That's that sounds exactly how I thought you guys would do it. Yep, it is not in between us in any way. It is far out of the way for both (laughs) of us. Uh, But it's a nice little three car garage we rent, and so it lives there. So what are we looking at? We're looking at a Discovery. A Datsun, and then the BMWs in there. What else is in there? What are you casing the place out to rob it? I'm not no, telling I'm you just, what's in my I'm garage. Just, I just want to know what dilapidated Listen. vehicles are in there. It just makes me laugh. Listen, I don't believe in like uh, blurring out the license plate for pictures online, but I do believe in not telling you what's in my garage for you to come and steal <laughs> everything. Don't worry about what's in there, okay? It's just a funny picture. I'm just saying those are not related cars. It just doesn't seem like a sane person's like, oh, yeah. Well, okay. 
like so many things, you know, we rented this garage and then we found all the bad things about it. Uh, it's a it's a three car garage, you know, a standard two bay and then a single door off to the side. Mm -hmm. well, that's it. It has a weird slant to the driveway where mm -hmm. that single one is actually a really aggressive angle. And the two ones are, are mild and very simple. So we neither Diego and I could get really any of our cars into that very aggressive bay without either like scraping the bottom or just peeling out or like we couldn't get a car one of our little low Japanese or German cars in there. So we needed we knew we needed an SUV or something to get in there. That's why we bought the disco just to fill up the space. <laughs> Is it too tall to fit in? No. We did test it the other day. Again, <laughs> after buying it, uh, we tested it on Thursday, okay. and it fits. It fits great. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's probably the strongest case for buying an old disco. It's just to fill up a garage yeah. space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got some history that I learned today that I'd love okay. to go through. Take me through it. Great. Uh, so going way back, uh, Land Rover always intended to build an off-road family car. That was their whole idea. Uh, that's where the Range Rover came from. Uh, we discussed this already when we covered uh, the Range Rover way back in episode 56 with uh, Michael from the Motoring Club. We talked about his classic. Um, the problem was is that effort to build the off-road family car was thwarted when their cars kind of became luxury items and, uh, and status symbols. So that didn't really work out. So... Land Rover chased that for a bit and said, okay, we'll keep putting leather on everything and make it nicer and nicer and nicer. But then they priced out a whole sub-market of, you know, cheaper buyers. So 20 years after they first tried, they take another swing at making a off-roading family car, and that is the Discovery. This is kind of their entry level. Um, because in the in-between years, 70s and 80s, the Japanese and the Americans had launched into this, you know, nice suv segment with your your land cruisers your Zuzu troopers and your jeep grand cherokees so they were eating into land rover's market share and uh kind of chasing after the the wealthy clientele so rover had to introduce something that was you know a little smaller a little cheaper and a lot worse and that's where we get the discovery do you think the Isuzu Trooper was a real issue for Land Rover? Were they really uh, they worried were about the Isuzu sweating, Trooper? They were sweating the Isuzu or the uh, Mitsubishi Pajero. <laughs> <laughs> that was also on the list. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, this sounds like dubious research as always, but keep going. How okay. dare you? <laughs> okay, okay. So basically, the car you bought is the smaller, cheaper, worse one. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. It's kind of, I, I see to get To get the pores, which is great. Okay. So this is your attempt at being like the common man, like salt of the earth. I have never attempted to do that, so I wouldn't say that. But, you know, for other people, it might be. Um, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> this is my right. attempt to recycle. <laughs> so this is the, the discount discovery. This is what we're going to call it. That's right. Okay. Discount Donna. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so the discovery launched in 1989. Mm -hmm. uh, it's honestly just a Range Rover with a smaller engine. It's got the same chassis, got the same suspension, same powertrain parts other than the engine, even to share some body parts with the Range Rover Classic. Uh, so uh, like a lot of car companies, Land Rover is perpetually broke. They couldn't afford to do anything else. They had all sorts of sci-fi uh, 
clay bucks and drawings for a new car. We could do all this cool stuff. And then the accountant said, no, you can't. You got to use all the same stuff. I'll let you put a new body on the same chassis. Um, and then they even had to go part shopping in the rest of the Rover company. So think Austin and, and Rover and Morris. So the Marina, the Maestro van, and the Montego all donated like interior and exterior fittings, door handles, stereos, things like that. I don't know if you're familiar with any of these cars, but I've spent some time in some of these over in England. And that's, I mean, these aren't the things you want donated. No. To your luxury this isn't, car. This isn't a Countach yeah. wing. No, no. This is not like, oh, you're going from Mercedes. It was not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this was not this was not a great idea. No, there's pure parts been, uh, you know, in the in the Chrysler mold, but on the other side of the pond. Um, you could have a couple different body styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially launched, you have a, a five door or a three door option. So they had two doors on one side, one door on the other, which is amazing. Um, that was available in certain countries couple engine options you had gasoline you had diesel and a 2.5 liter uh, these were all carbureted um, and it did not come to the US because it could not meet smog with the carbs and keep in mind you're doing late 80s early 90s carbureted engines I know it's ridiculous <laughs> like... this is the discovery baby <laughs> so yeah keep going keep going uh, you get a four-speed automatic, five-speed manual. Um, it finally arrives in America in 1996 with a new updated engine. This is the V8 from Buick that has been around since the 60s. Uh, basically, the story I got was Buick sold the patent to Rover for cheap, cheap, cheap. I think they wanted like $1,000 an engine, and then they could build them or something like that. It was it was not bad. Um so- We've got an American engine. Yes, an old, we've, an old one. <laughs> we've got parts from very, very common cars. Yep. The we've Marina. <laughs> got carbureted engines. I mean, it's just a win-win. Yep. Yep. Uh, Automobile got one as a long-term tester back in the day, and it was one of the worst testers they've ever had. It was constantly in the shop. Motor Trend said the build quality was abysmal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That seems about, and this is what you bought. Uh, so that's the series one. I got the series two, okay, and it doesn't okay. get much better. <laughs> <laughs> series two, uh, otherwise known as the Adam Special, was from 1998 to 2004. Um, it they say it's 85 percent new. Or as Land Rover themselves promoted it, it has 720 differences. <laughs> Doesn't that sound amazing? Like it's not new, it's not innovation. It's just it's, different. It's different. Yeah, it's just it sounds different. great. Yeah. I think yeah. they should bring that back. Oh, this car yeah. has seven hundred and twenty yeah. differences. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, but are they counting each individual screw? Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah. In different paint colors and textures. Yeah. Yep. Well, graphics, stickers. With my yeah. with my series two or addition to or whatever i got stiffer wider and longer which is all great things um unless you're a sports car and i got a a third row of seating so i can seat seven people they're tiny little jump seats i played with this the other day they're super fun they're little jump seats that sit in the rear cargo area they fold up to the side so that they're completely out of the way but if for some reason you got to transport seven people 
you can fold them down. Each seat only takes about a half hour to do. It's very simple. <laughs> <laughs> and then the headrests for those seats fold out of the roof. It's the most cockamamie thing, and I love it. So, okay. Um, which way do they face? They face forward. They do not face sideways like the Defender, which I was okay. hoping. They face forward. So I went through a lot of this as I was searching for my dog car. And I looked at this stuff and I was like, this is just way too complicated. This doesn't work. Yeah. This isn't going to. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. seats are crazy complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, the Discovery 2, mine, comes in a five door, which is what we have. Four doors and a rear hatch. Uh, engine options. It mostly came in a four liter, that Buick V8. And then in 2003, which is my year, it got upgraded to a 4.6 liter. Uh, it's still the same engine. It just got bored out. And you could also get a 2.5 liter diesel. Uh, you were going to say something? Is yours a manual? Mine is an automatic, of course. So you, you got none of the good, like literally nothing <laughs> positive so far. Yes, correct. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But this is the one you guys wanted. Uh, no, this is the one that was cheap. This is okay. the one that came okay. in at the right okay. price. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll keep going on this. Um, All right. Yeah, I do want to say while we're talking about how terrible mine is, uh, I pretty much got the worst year. The first series of the Disco 2, you had a bunch of off-road bits. You had a center locking differential. And then that went away in 2003, but I got the bigger engine. And then in 2004, the off-road bits came back, and you got the bigger engine. So 2003 is this like weird orphan year that is the worst one to get, and that's the one we got. Nice. Yes. Nice. <laughs> it's not simple and like the other ones. Um, it is more complicated, but we also don't get the off-road bits. It's, it's a wonderful reverse Goldilocks. Um, then we upgrade to the Discovery 3 or LR3, Mm -hmm. in the u.s um it changed its name to lr3 instead of discovery because quote unquote the discovery name had a bad reputation in america for reliability and land rover just thought if we change the name no one will know no one will see the land rover badge yeah yeah that's what you do yeah. this was a weird mishmash of a unibody and ladder frame construction i don't know how you do that still came in a five door now they upgraded to a much more reliable Jaguar V8. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be negative. You're one of these people now. Yep. Four liter gas engine or a 4.4 liter or a 2.7 diesel. Still six speed manual or six speed automatic. Uh, so they gained a gear either way. Uh, then we get the LR4 2009 to 2016. Uh, this is really just a facelifted LR3. Pretty much same body style kind of same transmissions um there was an armored version of this called the sentinel uh which was used for uk government ministers and steve you were interested in buying one of these i was in the not so long ago episode 102 of this podcast yes. you were yes. looking at an lfr so you were almost a discovery owner before i was well, everything I do, you eventually catch up to. I'm just like, I'm slightly ahead of you. So. I'm wondering if diabetes will be the same way. Oh. <laughs> Oof, you wish you had this hair. Um, <laughs> and you'd be a little taller. Uh, I think that, so I looked at the LR4. Yes. The thing that scared me was the maintenance nightmares. Yep. <laughs> and when I talked to these people who had them, 
they were like, if something goes wrong, it you can't get parts. It's been abandoned. It's like by the brand, essentially. Like yeah. they just don't have anything to do with it. And yeah. you can't find anything. And they were great cars. They were over, what do they call it? Like over manufactured. So they could do all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. But the electronics were just abysmal. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, um, but they're cool. And they had, um, they have the little uh, tailgate that's got the little, you know, curve in it so you can sit on it. All the seats went flat. So there's a lot of things that were going to make it a perfect dog car, except that it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We so. had a whole episode on this already. So this is the yeah. third time we're talking about a discovery. I'm excited. And they're expensive. Well, they're not cheap either. I mean, mine was. <laughs> well, but not yeah. the Forest. If you no, don't want not the, the Disco Forest. Yeah. No. Hmm. Apparently, they say the one to get is the LR3. They say you want the V8 LR3, and that was the one, supposedly, when I was looking at that. Uh, looking through all the forums for this episode, it was like, get the LR3 if you don't do your own maintenance work. If, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not okay with breaking down or doing anything, the LR3 is reliable. But if you want to go off-road and have more fun, mm-hmm. earlier is better, whether that's a mm-hmm. 2 or a 1. That was kind of the deal. If you're going to be a pavement princess, Discovery 3. Which, yeah, so. Which is Discovery. Steve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, in 2017, we get the latest Land Rover. It is back to being called the Discovery, probably because the LR name is now <laughs> tainted and they need to bring it back to Discovery. <laughs> uh, still a five-door, uh, and this model is still the one for sale today so we're getting close to 10 years so we should see a new one pretty soon in the next couple of years well what's interesting is that the land rover name i don't want to say it's gone away but they've moved away from it yeah they want each of their cars so now to be its, its own brand range rover discovery and defender exactly yeah and so people are going to dealerships and saying i want a land rover and the dealers are like we don't have a land rover and they're like, well, it's a Land Rover, a Range Rover. And it's like, no, we, this is too confusing because people are coming in looking for Land Rovers and they're like, those, those, we don't have those. That's, yeah. That's all of them. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, you um, know, who wants, who wants to, you know, tell the dealers how to talk to humans? So it's just easier to change your company name than. Exactly. Cause they're great people, people, you know, <laughs> like every time, yeah. When I want help. I go to a dealer and be exactly. like, "What's what do you guys think?" Yeah, yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. I go to the dealers just to talk to them, you know. Just to, oh, I know they're so nice, so just thoughtful. Just to chew the fat, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you got okay, some so color, color stuff versions. for me. I do. Um, since you had such a unique color, which is I've learned Monte Carlo blue, which is yeah. very you, by the way. Um, each one of these colors supposedly is based on a location. Right, because they think that you're going to be worldly and travel, which you won't. You'll never leave. Like You're just going to get coffee in this thing um, and go to Santa Clarita and some off-road ditch. But uh, these – and also the color you got is somewhat rare. Of course it is. So I'm it, an aficionado. It's somewhat rare and very bold. Yes. This color – reflects the bold lifestyle of the rich and famous in the city state of Monaco. Yes. And I was like, if that's not the perfect color for you and Diego, 
then I don't know what is. Monte Carlo Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diego mm-hmm. really wanted to name the car Monte after that, and I vetoed that immediately. Yeah, it's a, that's like, yeah, like three car Monte. Is that what he wanted? Is that to what be fair, I wanted to name the car Disco Stew, and he vetoed that, so we were kind of at a stalemate for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can do, um, so you got Monte Carlo Blue, yep. but I don't want it to be confused with Buckingham Blue. Aegean blue, Alaskan blue, uh, we got Caspian blue, Oxford blue. Yeah, so it's there's a lot of blues. But each each color is um, relates to a place for the discovery. And there's a lot of them. <laughs> like, like, well, I'm glad we got a rare one. Well, what I like is, is that, the, you know, Tonga green. Tonga, an island nation in Polynesia. It's like, I'm sure they're getting a lot of discoveries over there. Yep. <laughs> um, like, the, you have to look up this color list on these links. It's just, it's, um, each one of these relates to a place, and it's crazy. Um, because it's about discovery, right? So that's kind of an adventure. So it kind of makes sense. But um, some of these reds were named for clay from a county in England. Some are less exciting vesuvius obviously italy yep yep um you know and then colorado silver because of the colorado rockies colorado you go from monte carlo to colorado well there's an aspen silver so that's better that's better yeah 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 um there's only uh yeah so it's i don't know i thought it was well done so i was like okay all right i'll give them a little credit they tried (laughs) yeah they tried so um anyway uh let's see what else do we need to talk about uh you've got some history here which i do um basically it's kind of what you talked about in the beginning is that the discovery is just a range rover with nothing on it yep so um that basically because the range rover kept going up market every year this was the discount one Mm -hmm. but i have a um the interior design group that did it. Yes. The Conran design group. Um, position the vehicle as a lifestyle accessory. And if that doesn't say you and Diego, <laughs> you're like, it's, it's, yeah. Also, I love that this, I mean, that's a phrase I would read in a marketing document today. Mm-hmm. And this was 1989. And honestly, yeah. when they were designing it, it was probably like 1986. A probably. lifestyle accessory in yeah. 1986. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, they're ahead of the curve. Ahead of the yeah. curve. I know yeah. uh, one thing I saw is that they designed for the, the Discovery One was a magazine pocket. And I immediately Googled that and I could find zero pictures of it to see like, do I have one? Do I, I don't know what that means, but I will say that mine is completely full of really cool little cubbies and mm-hmm. storage solutions. Like the interior is super fun. Um, let's see what else do I have here? Uh, oh, in the launch uh, in November of 89 in Plymouth, England, they had both left and right hand drive for the journalists or bloggers before uh, that. Yeah. yeah, before bloggers. Which is which is uh, interesting, I thought. Mm-hmm. So, uh, keep all going. the all the early models, uh, the interior was a very light blue. Uh, the leather <laughs> was a light blue to make it seem more spacious, uh, and somehow a blue interior would win the 1989 British Design Award. Yeah. 
which is, I mean, I think British design is all like a British cooking. It's just not really known for being great. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> They've got some good designs. Yeah, but they're no Italians. Come on. <laughs> um, I mean, they're basically Poles. <laughs> oof. Oof. Uh, what else we got? We got, um, so the code name for the project for uh, the Gen 1 yep. was Project J, and I don't know why. Yeah, I saw that as well, and I didn't like. I didn't see any reason why it was called that. And then my generation was the Project Tempest. Yeah, like we're pretty. I mean, Tempest is a better name than Project J J A Y, <laughs> but okay. Yeah. So um, um, I've got some very fun trivia for you. Mm-hmm. From 1993 until 1998, Honda sold a rebadged Discovery in Japan and New Zealand, and it was called the Crossroad. I I now want to rebadge my disco as a Honda. I think that'd be the ultimate sleeper one. Huh? No, not interested in that. I was not able to find any information about that. Is this I saw I saw pictures it of it. Yeah, it's okay. cool. It's cool. But it's, there it's, are some it's the series cool, one, not my series two. There's some pretty cool graphic packages for your car. Uh, I, I'm always interested. You know that. Yeah, yeah. So so I think to match the Cayenne. But this next part's all for you. Go, go, this camel trophy nonsense. <laughs> this is your dream. Go ahead. Uh, there were camel trophy discoveries, uh, which is super cool, in pretty much every camel trophy except for 1998. Uh, camel trophy, for those that don't know, was a massive off-roading odyssey with like five, ten cars. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I want to know more. Um, that Land Rover put on pretty much every year. And it was a giant marketing exercise slash adventure. Uh, super fun. You can find tons of YouTube videos about, you know, guys fording rivers and floating their discos down and getting through mud in the Amazon. It's amazing off-roading uh, that Land Rover used to do, and they no longer do something about destroying the environment <laughs> something. The other thing was is that they were they were heavily... Uh, modified vehicles. Oh That's yeah, it wasn't even a Land Rover anymore. <laughs> this wasn't this wasn't something that they just picked up from the dealership and headed out. Yeah. Um, but they have a, a group back then that was Land Rover Special Vehicles, and some of the stuff they put on these things were snorkels, and these are all the things you're going to need. Yep. Snorkels, uh, winches, uh, safety roll cage, maybe underbody protection skid plates. So they modified the electrical system, the transmission. The suspension, the fuel tanks, um, what else? All this, like basically everything. Uh, and they had the bull bars, they had the flag poles. I think you definitely need flags on yours. You definitely need the like your driver names on the front fender. I can flag, do that. I can do flag. that. Yeah, I think you need to do that. Uh, I think you need to start getting some of this stuff. So um, each year they went to like a different essentially third world country and yep, that's uh, true um, the team vehicles were land rovers uh but what's interesting is is that when they ran discoveries the support vehicles were defenders <laughs> which i thought was funny <laughs> yeah because they're so simple they can go anywhere <laughs> so they had um it's now called the g4 challenge so they have a new version of it, um, so you can you can you can still do it. It still exists. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> um, 
but but it's it's fallen out of favor to go trampling through the woods. Yeah, it has so. a bit. <laughs> but there's a couple places that I think you and Diego should recreate that I'd love to send you to. Okay. Um, we've got Mongolia, which I think would be good for you guys. I could do si- that. Siberia, um, Borneo, uh, Indonesia. I yes. mean, they went, they went all over. So I feel like this is what you guys need to do next. <laughs> well, next, uh, the whole plan with the build is to have fun with this car for as cheaply as possible. So we mm-hmm. do want to build it off for, for off-roading, build it up for off-roading. We do want to put all sorts of stuff on it, but we don't want to go and you know buy it. So we are going to go to the junkyard where, surprisingly, a lot of these already live, and they have bull bars, roof racks, light guards, all sorts of stuff already bolted on them. So we're going to take them off from the junkyard and pay pennies on the dollar and just do everything else we can to make uh, kind of kidding it out as cheap or as free as possible. That's the whole goal here. Can you, so you're going to keep it that Monte Carlo blue, right? Oh, can you, can you spray the wheels the same color so it looks like these Targa ones? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. I, th- I think you should do that. I think that should definitely be on the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we need big camel stickers. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. yeah. This will be good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you found a very interesting press launch story. Yes. So back in the day, before the internet and your generation ruined everything, <laughs> they would send, I'll call them journalists, but whatever, car writers, um, on these uh, adventures. So in 1994, uh, basically they bought, brought the group of, I'm assuming, you know, middle-aged, gray-haired males yep. uh, to Guatemala and Belize. And basically what they had to do was to visit a few sites and return fiberglass replicas of artifacts from these temples. So they literally just had to So they got to play Indiana Jones. It's more than that, more like looters. Yeah, that's that's fair. Like, it was very colonial, where they're like, we want you to go and rob something in true Range Rover fashion. And then uh, they created an off-road training video with all the footage of these people. And that would come with uh, your new discovery. And it was called La Ruta Maya Discovery Off-Road, if you want to look it up. And um, so they have these, all these amazing, you know, press adventures that every year they would take these people on, which is wild. <laughs> uh, you're, you're starting to make discovery ownership sound good and fun and adventurous so i want to bring us back to earth for no a little bit. i i'm trying to put you guys in danger <laughs> is what my goal is i'm trying to build up the confidence and i want you and diego to like say like oh my gosh we could totally do that yeah i'm just trying to get you malaria <laughs> that's my goal well i'm gonna i'm gonna bring you back down to earth i want to read you what consumer reports had to say about my oh, series oh. two Okay. Okay. If you'll if you'll give me a moment to pull a Warren and give you a quote. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So I'm reading verbatim. Mm-hmm. A redesign for 1999 Discovery added notable features. Among them, an optional active cornering system that reduces body roll, an off-road hill descent system, and an optional self-leveling rear air suspension. So, but t- two of those items are optional. 
yes. So they probably don't come with it, but go ahead. Keep I going. have I have Hill Descent. I do not have the active cornering or the air suspension. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, but this capable off-road vehicle lacks finesse on the pavement. <laughs> the mm -hmm. steering is imprecise. The ride is stiff and choppy, and the tail can swing out abruptly in emergency maneuvers. <laughs> Acceleration is lackluster and fuel economy abysmal. <laughs> Some controls are awkward and cryptically labeled. That's all very true. Yeah. The front seats don't go back far enough for tall drivers, and a high floor and small doors hinder access. Third row seats for small passengers are optional. I mean, it sounds like a win-win. So, um, and this is the one you guys got, right? That's the one we got. Uh, yeah. We got the optional third row seats, but thankfully, yeah. yeah, we did not get the active cornering system, which everyone on the forum says stay away from, or if you have it, unplug it, or the air suspension, which at this point would be completely destroyed. Um, I'm going to take your consumer reports. And raise and, me. And, and, and have a quote from Clarkson. Okay. Famous Jeremy Clarkson. Have you watched the new Sand Job lately? The new. Thing oh, is it already part? out? It's already out. I You'd just saw the it. trailer. Okay. You, it's very you. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen yeah. it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's a quote. This is this is verbatim from the internet from his column when he had one. It says, "I have always hated the Land Rover Discovery. The first model was cobbled together out of some steel girders and bits and bobs from the dying embers of Austin Rover. It had a shorter wheelbase than today's Mini." Looks stupid and was bought mainly by murderers. <laughs> so there you go. There we go. Which I I think uh, you know, it's the perfect car for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if we how much we really uh, talked about it last time with Diego, but I did want to touch on the. I have no idea where this is going, but go ahead. Yep, the infamous warning lights that my car oh, the discovery yeah. 2 has uh there are three warning lights that almost all of them have illuminated at this age you know and they're so decrepit um and weirdly i have not figured out why but the community has named these lights the three amigos <laughs> because they go on together <laughs> which is so good um it is your i have it uh Anti-lock brakes, traction control, and hill descent warning lights will all go on at the same time. And there are there's something like three to four causes of them. Uh, one of them is catastrophic. The car is totaled, and the other three are very, very simple. Hey, just replace this wire or unplug this thing. So you never know which one you have. And uh, any listing for these cars says, you know, the three amigos are on. The three, you know, no three amigos. I just love that it's a super cute name for a potentially catastrophic problem. Wow. That's, so, it sounds friendly, though. It's good. It's very landmark. Exactly. So, of course, yeah. Steve, your next question should be, well, Adam, does your car have the three amigos? Well, I, I know you have no friends, so maybe you'll finally have some. <laughs> uh, the one we bought has the three amigos intermittently. Uh, which is a good sign. It means it's probably not the even, catastrophic one. You can't I've, even do that consistently. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen them come on in all the time I've been driving it. So I think it's it's pretty rare and it's probably just a loose wire or something. Hopefully. Hmm. Hopefully. Okay. All right. That's enough history. What did you find on YouTube for this car? Uh, this was an era like 80s and 90s Land Rover in general. Advertising was awesome. 
this is when it kind of like the 80s were great, the 90s were great, and they were just doing awesome stuff. So it was before you got involved and ruined everything. Oh, for sure. For okay. sure. I, I worked on Land Rover, the LR4, and did nothing of, of to talk about, um, as always. However, on YouTube, uh, there's, a, there's a show, or show, a stunt, um, that uh, your Land Rover Discovery pulls a train. Which I think is something you and Diego should try. Ooh, we should definitely try that tonight. Yeah. So, um, but don't tell the train operator. Yeah, I don't think so. What's no. the point of that? No, no. He just so, help or something. I don't need mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, like overall, I know I know we do a lot of Land Rover stuff, but but there are some some interesting things. Uh, in are you familiar with the Great Train Robbery? Like the 1800s British one? 1963. Whatever, I don't know. Okay, okay. They used Land Rovers. Not your discovery. Basically, I, guess, I guess I'm not familiar with this thing at all then. Yeah, so essentially all the all the cool stuff, and we'll go into it later, um, like the fun, the fun movies, it was never your version. No, never. Um, the royal family never drove your version. Um... And so it's, 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 you, you do definitely have the perfect car for you. So, um, I do have some, again, the advertising was great. I'm going to read you some headlines. Let's do it. And these are ones I think you're going to like. Um, it's the four wheeler of the year for wheeler. In some places it's the only vehicle of the year. And so imagine these <laughs> pictures. It's always will be in like crazy, uh, not winters, but crazy off-road scenarios. Yes. Um, this one's fun. I don't know if you could uh, get away with it now. Siberian kids will be Siberian kids. And it's a, you know, uh, teenager driving. Yeah. Driving through snow. Um, <laughs> there's another one where it's the shortest distance between point A and point like blank. And it just, it they used... Um, different characters of languages around the world uh, for, the, okay. for the letter B. Yeah. Um, protect the family from the most dangerous animals on earth for the safari stuff, which is great. Um, this one, again, we're getting, we're getting better and better. Uh, apparently this is the headline. Apparently the British are great lovers. And this is how they, <laughs> <laughs> this is how they sold the jump seats for extra, uh, kids oh that's okay okay yeah Yeah. um it costs twenty nine thousand three hundred and fifty dollars to bring a child into the world so that was the cost of discovery at the time and you know it showed them driving into some you know crazy adventure part of the world kind of fun uh school in britain is rarely canceled and it showed it driving through the snow yeah these are Uh, these are pretty good they're good i would would love to see someone with an ad today about how their car means that their nationality is great lovers. Like uh-huh. that would be uh-huh. really ballsy yeah. today. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously cause the British are known for being terrible at it. Right. Yes. That's the joke. Um, so it's like, you want your, you want your, yeah, your lover to be Italian, your mechanic German, and then your, your captain British, something like that. Yeah. Something like that or yeah. something like that. And then your, your chef French or something. I don't know. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the British actually. Yeah. Um, since 1948, we've been selling four by fours that are used. That's pretty good. And it's good because they're used all over the world, which I yeah. thought. As okay. opposed to used okay. cars. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. So a lot of, and again, it was just that era of a little Britishness where you can still make colonial jokes and they're fun. And when you're still doing headlines in print before your generation killed everything. Yep. <laughs> um, some of the stunts they did for the LR3 are pretty literally heroic. Um, they dropped it out of the back of a Hercules aircraft. Ooh, a big old transport, and, military yep. transport plane. Yeah, and with a parachute and landed on the ground and then drove away. So that was when they were doing all that kind of stuff. And they were some really fun stuff, if you want to look it up. The ads that they did are, are really great. So, uh, I know you were going to get one before you got your Defender. Not a Discovery. You're in, yeah, your Disco 4. Your oh, uh, I guess LR4. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're still thinking about it, if you're still in the market, I have some values for you. So obviously the Disco 1 and Disco 2, like I got, very cheap, two to five grands. Uh, yeah, this is this is sofa, sofa money. Um, you get one of those, but also it will break down immediately. If you want a brand new 2024 Disco, they're starting at 60. So you'll probably get into it for 75, honestly. Um, and the most, and when I went on to bring a trailer, the most I could find one for, they're still in the, you know, sub 20 grands, even for those. But there was one that was sold in uh, 2021 for $138,000. This wow. was a Discovery one, and it was an actual Camel Trophy winning Discovery. Okay, that's cool. I'm on board. I want yeah, it. but when you look at this graph on uh, bring a trailer of, of mm-hmm. the plot all the sales amounts there's a nice little ribbon below twenty thousand dollars and below 30 and then there's one outlier all the way up at 140 grand <laughs> <laughs> there's there's I, no I, in between <laughs> no i looked on cars and bids yep um for lr4s okay um because that's like what i've been looking for before you can get them anywhere from 10 to like 20 but I feel like when I looked at these, if you're getting one to like 20 or 30, they've got like 70,000 miles on them. Yeah. They've all got a ton of miles. Yep. Um, I'm but, happy to say that mine has 173,000 miles on yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's but there's, there's plenty out there. Um, th- well, there's plenty being sold. The last one oh, was, yeah, this month, so that's fine. Um, but... Yeah, there's some there. You can get an LR4, so. Yep. Uh, but I am just I was just totally turned off by everyone who said the maintenance is just horrible. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, movies and TV pretty well represented. Uh, we've got Black Hat, uh, the TV show Lilyhammer, 101 mm-hmm. Dalmatians. Amazing. Uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Now this was a Range Rover classic. But mm. I did see the clip where there is a disco in it. So maybe in the early seasons, they kind of swapped them out and didn't know the difference or I don't know. But there was one in Always Sunny. Uh, there is a Wheeler Dealers episode on the disco that I'm now going to have to go find. I'm excited about this. And then, Yeah, but I mean, yeah, okay. That's like a, a car car show. It doesn't really count, but go ahead. Oh, it counts. Uh, Pierce Brosnan vehicle, the trailer, the Taylor of Panama. Mm-hmm. Great Come movie. On. And then finally, the best title I could find, The Crocodile Hunter Collision Course. Have you watched that? I feel like the second half of that title isn't really doing any work. I think you had me at Crocodile Hunter. I don't know why you need the other. It's such a shame that that Ray got him, right? Like, the 
Crocs didn't get him, right? No. That's the that's the old joke. Um, <laughs> did we get any Land Rover discoveries in James Bond? Or I didn't. They, I didn't see any. They were always something else, like always, Defender always Defenders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, this is the entry level, or it was before, you know, the Evoken stuff. So, yeah, this is not going to be in James Bond. Sorry. No. Okay. We got right. some famous owners. Hit me. Reese Witherspoon, which yeah. if, if you will remember, she's been on this podcast quite a few times. She has an excellent collection. She does. She does. She's a kind of a car connoisseur. She has yeah. excellent taste in cars. Yes. So Reese, mm-hmm. you are killing it. Come on anytime. We'll talk yeah. about your collection. Um, Calm Meany. This is uh, Chief O'Brien from Star Trek. Had a discovery. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Buffett had a several. He had one in the that keys. Makes sense. Yep. That makes sense. Uh, your musical icon Sting has a discovery. Yes. Yeah. That he's my go-to karaoke. That's true. And, and the freaking king of England, King Charles, had a discovery. You said earlier the royal family never had one. That's not true. King Charles had a disco. And it was for sale not too long ago. You're talking about the current King Charles. The current King Charles. No, the one from 1800. Yeah, the current King okay. Charles. Okay, we we don't. I don't know if we really count him as I mean, a famous we, owner. As the Camilla stuff. I don't know. The one. <laughs> I mean. Okay. I mean, I guess. Says I the guess. Brit that lives in America. Okay. I just, I just, I, I know he's the king. I get it, but still. The current king of I, England used to have a discovery. That's all the vote of confidence yeah, I It was need. probably for Camilla. I bet he got it for Camilla. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. did you find in the forums? Um, well, I'm glad you asked because I wanted to help you out. Now, I only did the series one, but it's, it's just, it's kind of your card in general. So you can, you can, you know, go through the normal threads and I'm going to take you through some of them. Here we go. Tape deck won't play. Disco <laughs> too slow. Security code for radio doesn't work. Rear wiper not working. Windscreen questions. Getting too much pressure and cooling system. Choking and puttering, which is a great nickname for you and Diego. Intermittent ticking. Spark plug experiment. 99 Disco 1, help needed, please. I mean, it just goes, it just like, there's so many. And that's just the normal sticky threads. Yeah. Of all this these isn't, issues. you know, it's, hey, yeah. what wheels fit or I'm upgrading this. It's no, I'll mm-hmm. have a problem right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's like, what did you do in your disco today? Which I thought, hey, that's fun. That's fun. It's all going to be just, repairs. Not repairs. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's been on an adventure nobody goes anywhere no <laughs> none of these um yeah uh let's see uh so what... far we yeah. have replaced all the wiper blades because they were gone mm-hmm. uh the horn wasn't working so i started digging into that and you know took off the front gill and found that it was just unplugged so plug that back in and that works okay. great um and that's about it like everything works oh the driver's heated seat doesn't work mm. so someone probably kneeled on the seat at some point and broke the mesh the heated mesh um, yeah. but everything on that car works it's wonderful okay all right yeah yeah same with discovery too it's just a bunch of yep uh yeah um odometer not working uh water pump not working uh keys don't work 
um, headliner upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. No, I will um, say we have, we do have some ticking when the engine's running that we're hoping is just a valve lifter, but ooh, it could, it could yeah. be the, the cylinder sleeve moving. Like it could be catastrophic or it could be very simple, very simple. We have, we don't know yet. Um, and then we had an oil leak. I mean, there was, there was oil underneath the engine when we bought the car and the owner said it was the, uh, the oil pan gasket. Well, when we did that oil change on Thursday, we discovered that the drain plug was just finger tight and the filter was barely tight at all either. So that might be where the oil is coming from. We'll see uh, now that it's nice and tightened up. We're going to check it. But uh, so far, she's been really good. Well, it sounds it sounds like you're on your way, but I'm still hoping for disaster. I know you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Is there a plan for an off-road adventure for you guys? I think I uh, we want to do I mean, we were really waiting on like the oil change, which is now done. I would like yeah. to get some off-road bits on it, but otherwise I think we're probably pretty good to go now. Can we get you guys like hats, like crocodile hunter hats style like when you're going it like Bear Gorillas outfits. I'll tell you what, if you purchase it, I'll wear it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I'll take that as a a blank check. Maybe as a Monte Carlo blue one I can find. Yeah, maybe. How much Land Rover gear can I get you to wear? (laughs) (laughs) I bet you'd wear a uh, Land Rover. uh, What are those little things you guys dress up in when you do work on your cars? Oh, the the jumpsuits? Yeah. Yeah. Your little outfits. Yeah. 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 That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> All right. We've been plugging away this for long enough. I'm dying to know uh, what you think the best disco is since you almost bought one. It's time to go into our picks. Uh, I will go first since okay. we, have, we have rules here on the podcast of if you own it or if you buy it, you have you to advocate that for your the best one. Um, so obviously the best discovery you could buy from all these generations is a discovery two from 2003 in Monte Carlo blue, you get a rare color. Um, the fun thing about the 2003 is it's a, shall we say, interesting combination of none of that off-road stuff that you want from the earlier discovery twos and none of the like better engine of the later ones. No, it's this nice little middle ground of the worst of everything. You want a 2003. Yeah. The demonstrably worst one of the Disco 2s. <laughs> Do you think it's one of those things where it's like, since you got the worst one and you go off-roading, they're like, those guys must really be good drivers. Because <laughs> they're getting no help from that vehicle. Until we get stuck in a foot of sand. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm so yeah. excited for this. I have to say that the 2003 is the best one, but... Uh... It really is not. Do not get a 2003. Get a 2002 or a 2004 <laughs> for a variety so, of reasons. In an effort to give our listeners some real advice, I reached out to an owner, uh, my friend Nathan. He uh, owns Hyper Trash Magazine. I don't know if you've seen it, but if you haven't, I have. I have. Um, take a look. Quick shout out to him. He also is a fellow owner of a 1977 Ferrari 308. Oh, there's so, the Ferrari mention I've been waiting also on. Also black too. on red interior. Um, if you remember, and we're really going to go into this for a second, is that there came there was one that came up on Jalopnik, and it, what is that game they play? Like Crack? 
pipe. Nice, or nice, nice pipe or crack pipe. And it was a Ferrari 308, and he went and bought it. He bought the crack pipe 308 and, from Jalopnik. And, and was it, has it been a good deal for him or no? I don't know if I'd say good deal. So no. <laughs> um, but he still has it. He still and it's and it works. So yeah. Oh, so it's in better condition than yours. Easy, easy. <laughs> so he said the one you want if you have all the money in the world and re- really want to own all the Land Rover forums is a Series One, a two door with no sunroof and manual. That sounds uh, like a pretty sweet spec, honestly. Yeah. Uh, my rule was as long as it's not blue, it's fine. <laughs> That's my only thing. Just don't get a blue one. Because if you get a blue one, it's like, the what are you the, doing? The blue is the best. <laughs> you either want UN and it's white or you want it green. Yeah, oh, but... we. if I could have found a white one, I would have put UN stickers yeah. all over it. Which, by the way, is illegal. Uh-huh. You can't do that. But I would. Yeah, I know. I looked into that. Remember we looked into that? Yeah. You can't even actually buy those stickers even if you're not going to use them. So, um, yeah. I, I can get... All I could get was the blue hats or the whatever the helmets yeah the helmets all right let's go into our topics uh the the impact of the discovery on the car industry and on popular culture car industry i think it really helped land rover it was a big profit center for them i think well it 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 brought it, it got a bad name it went bad for a second but now it's back right well see that's not fair i think when you say something got a bad name, it sounds like it's an accident or you know a twist of fate. No, they were bad and it had terrible reliability. That's <laughs> that's why it got a bad name because it deserved well, that's, it. That's what I'm saying is that the impact was made perhaps a negative one. Yes, um, it's that, true. And that you know very rarely it, it's weird to rename a car and then go back to the original name. Yeah, it's true. So so that was, once everyone that was, has forgotten how terrible they were, oh, we can go mm-hmm. back to the original name now. Yeah, and so, um, and then popular culture? Zero. Zero. It's not really... It's not a defender. I feel people love the name Disco. Like, people into the Discovery, they like that a lot better than LR4 or LR3. Correct, correct. Correct. um, But yeah, popular culture? Mm, Because it's not really the durable one. It's not the good look. It's just kind of there. It's not the upscale one. Exactly. But, you know, it did... It helped bring a whole new customer group into Land Rover. So uh, for car yeah. industry, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, popular perception versus reality. Uh, popular perception is that they're error prone, and the reality is yes. Yes. They will be. And down. that they are not really that great off road. No, right? how dare you? <laughs> I think I think I think the popular perception is they are great off road. They just never make it. Yes. Yeah. Or, you know, something will break down off-road, but it has nothing to do with the off-roading. It's just like the engine will go or, you know, the coolant system or something. But it'll get over that hill. I feel like when you guys get stranded somewhere and you go, like, full Donner party. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. Who who goes first, do you think? <laughs> like, whoever can run farther. <laughs> now, okay, this one's fun. Uh, you consider your little Discovery a date car? Or dinner car? We go to dinner in it. I've already taken uh, my lovely wife on a date in the disco. It was great. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So that's a yes. Has Diego yeah. done it yet? Uh, I don't know. I know. I, I know he shuttled his sister around, so it's a family car apparently. <laughs> um, I don't know. If so he's, that's a weird date, but okay. <laughs> I don't know if he's taken his his wife out as well. I'm not okay. sure. Okay. 
Okay. But he has it this week. He's he's had it all week, so I'm sure okay. he's having adventures in it. How are you guys doing that? Is it swap it every week? No, no. it's just ask for it when you want it. Okay. Okay. So. Um hero villain or... or villain? What do you think? Well, the Defender's a bad person car, right? Defender is a bad person car. The Range Rover is definitely a bad person car. Oh yeah. I feel like the Discovery is like kind of nice. So maybe it's a hero. That's that's not really a hero car though, is it? I think it's a villain car. When I was looking through all the movies it was in, it was always a villain. That's fair. Our at least, Lam- at least when, they're, when they're new, when they're, whatever generation we're talking about, when yeah. they're new and in some piece of media, it's a villain. It's an evil landlord. It's whatever. Like, that's who is in it, which is perfect for me. Um, now, like, mine is so old and decrepit. It's kind of like young and or not young, but it's like plucky and downtrodden. So it's like verging on hero. But I think it's still a villain car. Okay. All right. It's still like I've, for the landed gentry. I, essentially, though, we're just saying Land Rover is evil people. Correct. Yeah, Correct. in general. Okay, Correct. that's bad people. Yep. Okay. That's it's like yep. Mercedes. We said Mercedes the other week, and I got flack from someone who was like, Mercedes aren't for bad people. And I'm like, yes, bad they person. are. Yeah, oh, they absolutely yeah, are. Yeah. <laughs> um, future classic? Uh, absolutely not. These are, <laughs> I mean, I got mine for $2,000. They're not holding their value. Uh, these are going to rust away and be gone. They are not future classics. It's not a Defender. It's not the name brand one. No way. And they're roughly, what, thirty grand new? For one, a 2024? No, no. Like, what was your year? Yeah, it would have been like 30. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. What's a brand new one? Did we look? 60. Oof. Start yeah. Starting. So, like I said, you'll, you'll yeah. be into it 75. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Could this car have been made by another brand? And if so, is it better? Uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee Land Cruiser is better in every way. So, yes. But that's not really the same because those are the Land Cruiser is expensive. So that's not a, that's that's not a fair comparison. You don't think so? The Land Rover Discover or the you the, think it's sorry. closer to like a Forerunner? No, like an Explorer or something. Really, you think an Explorer goes toe to toe with a Disco? I think so. In the modern era, like what's a Land Cruiser cost? You can't even. They don't even have them anymore. But there's a new one coming out. Um, yeah. But they're sp- they're expensive. Oh no, no. You know what? I take it back. You yeah. started about sixty. Okay. See, there we go. I feel like they were more expensive back in the day. No, you were just poor. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, everything felt expensive. I'm sure bread felt expensive for no, you. No, wait, back hang then. on, hang on, hang on. Uh, in Land Cruiser price in the like 90s, what was it? No, okay. Yeah, maybe I was just, yeah, I was poor. Yeah. Land Cruiser is better in every way. And even looking through yeah. forums, people are like, hey, I'm thinking about a Discovery or a Land Cruiser. And everyone's like, just get the Land Cruiser. You'll be fine. <laughs> Why didn't you guys get a Land Cruiser? Uh, honestly, I'm telling you, I didn't shop for this car. I was not interested in being a Land Rover owner ever in my life. But when Diego finds a car for $2,000, I'm going to invite myself into that. It's free, Steve. Who cares? <laughs> All right, I'm just making sure you haven't thought it through. And you it could have it could have been owned by a former murderer or something. I don't care for two thousand well, dollars. I'm now. buying that car. <laughs> yeah, it is now. <laughs> this is okay. a free car we're going to enjoy. Okay, it's so not like I was shopping for it. 
this episode is an excuse for me to do research on the car I now own. <laughs> so basically every other car made in its category is better. I mean, I would not say the Isuzu Trooper or the Mitsubishi uh, yeah. Pajero. Yeah. But Greep Jan Cherokee, probably not, but definitely the Land Cruiser. Yeah, this is. I think this is the most one of the most clear cut examples of this question we've ever had. Yeah, is it made by someone else? Yes, Toyota. Is it better? Of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, does the car live up to its advertisements? Well, you found a bunch of experiential advertisements where they did the stuff. I think so. So they would do, yeah, because they would take these cars on adventures. Not, not counting the Camel Trophy where they completely rebuilt the cars and they're not even the same. But it, Basically, when they did these things, when I worked on it for the LR4, and they said, the car always made it. The problem was the electronics would fail. Yep. They said the mechanical parts never failed, but the electric parts did. They'd take them in Antarctica, in the desert, whatever, and they are all fine. And you could do that with an LR4 back in the 2010s or whatever. But all the electronics failed. Yep. So. Can't uh, wait. Can't wait. <laughs> I do have a list of some um, car complaints about the Land Rover Discovery. Please. And then I'll um, go into my specific complaints about my car. Okay. The Discovery, and this is verbatim, is notorious for being one of the least reliable models in Land Rover's lineup. <laughs> As such, we can't recommend a model that is almost three decades old, even with good mileage and price. Carcomplaints.com, which sounds very official, have listed <laughs> 68 complaints and four recalls. Here's just some simple ones. Uh, major oil leak, faulty power seats, non-functional instrument cluster light switch, broken passenger door lock, Engine electrical issues, non-working AC. So basically everything. Yep. <laughs> so go into your individual stuff. Uh, again, my driver's uh, seat heater doesn't work, which is a bummer. Obviously, the biggest complaint about my car is it's the one year without a center locking diff, which is a real bummer. Um, so we don't have all the off-roady stuff that we would like to have and the earlier and later years do. Um so, yeah, that's made my major complaint. Otherwise, she's good to go, man. I'm excited for this. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah, we're, be great. You're the one we're going to call when we oh, break no, down. No, I'm, I'm going to be the support vehicle, like in true <laughs> Lamb Over fashion. So yeah. I'm going to drive my car off-road. That's the whole point we bought it. Yeah, we're, we're running some errands around town in it, but realistically, this is our off-roading car. Um, so that's what we're going to drive it for. Steve, if you were to get your first generation manual sunroof delete that whole spec you said where are you taking it hmm and what do you do for a living in this world i think i'm going so interesting my friend that has one of these he doesn't have a series one but he works in uh like the medical industry so i think it's kind of like uh i'm gonna be in some sort not sales but something in like the wellness or medical or something like something, you know, uh, like this is this is my side passion, but it has nothing to do with what I do at work. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It does. And then I'm gonna drive it like me and my like four friends are gonna go out and we're gonna do camping stuff. So we're gonna actually drive this to places. 
I don't know. That doesn't sound like you. You don't sleep outside. I'm not going to do it, but I'm just saying the owner of it would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, what do you think? Can I get you to get rid of your Defender? I mean, it's half eaten by dog anyway at this point, so you might as well get a new car. There is a lot of appeal to having an old classic car for the dog car. However, I just I just don't trust these things at all. At for the two thousand, three thousand that we or you would pay for one like ours, you could get a new one every year for the next ten years before That's you even true. come close to paying what you paid for your defender. <laughs> I could probably get I'm basically paying for your car every yeah, roughly three every, three, every three months. Yep, exactly. So I, can get, I can get four a year. Exactly. I can, just have, I can just have an army of these things. Why not? None of, none of them would work. As soon as one doesn't work, you light it on fire and walk away. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I could get like Red Cross stickers on it? Like when I follow you guys? Sure, why not? Because you can't get UN, but mate, we gotta. I need I some mean, sort of support. Listen, I have friends with vinyl printers. We can get anything you want made. It's no problem. You want one that says Malibu police? Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Needs to be some sort of, yeah. Yeah. Did you see some guy did a, he had a truck and Mm -hmm. he did it up like the border patrol, same colors and everything. Mm -hmm. And the logo he put on, it said booty patrol. And he got busted for that. Yeah. Because he did the same paint job and like everything else looked. Yeah correct and it was enough that a judge said no you can't do that <laughs> yeah um yeah you can't yeah they're they're pretty picky about that stuff yeah about impersonating an officer <laughs> yeah, especially the border patrol yeah yeah, yeah. um would well you've got this car i've so, got this so yeah, i'm good to yeah, go and so you wouldn't stuck. trade anything for one no. of these <laughs> i i do yeah they're just not it's it's not gonna happen it's not gonna be reliable enough it's, not, it's just not it can't uh, all right. Closing argument. Why should I get yours? <laughs> it's going to work. It's, it's, it's going to not going to work. It's going to enable disco. you to win all the cars and coffees, which you love. Um, you're going to be the hit of the motoring club, which you and Diego need. And it's a manual, which any proper off-roading car should be. Um, and there's no sunroof. So it'll get really hot in there. So, and I think it looks cool as a as a two door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. My closing argument is: uh, do not get a two thousand three like I did. It is the worst year for the Discovery Two. If you want a two, um, it doesn't have the center locking diff, although it does have the bigger engine. Uh, get a two thousand and four or get a two thousand and two. Uh, just don't get a two thousand three. That's my closing argument. Um, we did that. We did wrong, but the price was right. What about like we talked about that you're gonna give up on the car when it gets to what? What's the limit? Is there a limit? What do you, I just we just said when it broke down. What do you mean? Oh, as soon as it breaks down, you're out. Yeah, if it's if there's any kind of cost that is more than what we paid, which is very low, right? If there's any kind of like, oh, you need a new engine, we're done. Have you have you put any? Um... And think about it, like if you you know uh, scrap this car, that's at least two three hundred dollars, and then sell all the stuff off of it. Like we can right now get our money back just in like selling the seats and stuff. So we got no fear. Like if we have to walk away from this car, we're not gonna even lose our money. Okay. All right. All right. 
Well, first you got to paint those wheels blue to match that <laughs> car. That's what we need to do. But so how much money have you put into it so far? Uh, maybe another $200 each from each of us. Okay. So let's call it 500 bucks. Sure. So you only got like 1500 bucks left before it's gone. Correct. Okay. Correct. <laughs> have you gotten tires? No, not yet. That's going to be <laughs> expensive. Yeah. <laughs> this thing's going to cost you a fortune. It's but it, the current tires are five years old, which are on the outside of doable, but that's still doable. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going to rock them. Wow. Until okay. I see cracks in the rubber, I'm going to roll. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, well, this I'm, I'm looking forward to not talking about Land Rovers of any kind for a while. As am I. <laughs> but I will definitely be your support car uh, when you go on this adventure. I'll just follow right behind you. It's going to be You know, great. that would be a lot easier if you got a winch. No, no, I don't want to help. I just want to make sure I record it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not ah, pulling you guys out of anything. Ah, yeah. I see. It's, I don't even, it's really hard to find the winches for these things, by the way. I know you're going to be surprised, but not many people use them for that. <laughs> I asked the dealer and they were like, what? Yeah, so, um, yeah, but that will, that will be my ultimate man card if I use a, a winch to rescue you guys out of a predicament yeah, yeah. i'll be sure to ask you when that happens <laughs> all right uh no no land rovers next time hey let's not even do british i think i think we're gonna do the five series next episode okay okay all right all right that's we fine. have a special we guest have, lined guess? up if we can okay. arrange it okay um but yeah it'll be we're if back, not back I'm to the germans random lamborghini again until <laughs> so, <laughs> so i get through all a... the models <laughs> all right steve have a wonderful week and uh yes. we'll see you next weekend congratulations on your car thank you very much talk to you later have a good all one. right bye bye, bye.